Well, it's now being recorded. <laughs> I don't know either. Are we explaining stuff? Yeah, I mean, I guess so. Uh, I'm happy to explain. Um, well, you asked if, you know, if yeah. you could call. And you can, of course, always call. And, and yeah. now we're trapped in the middle of this recording. <laughs> so uh, I it's guess trapping. we should... It's a trap. It's, it's a trap. Okay, so I have a, I have a problem. With, yeah. Um, I have a really big problem with what happened to Admiral Akbar. Yeah. Well, he uh, died. Hold on a second, Marcus. One second. A- okay. Admiral Akbar can wait. Thank you, Mom. Okay, I'm back. Well, it's how he died. Well, the fact that he did die. Okay, so he's a, a, a trout? Or I don't know what. What is Admiral Akbar? What is Admiral Akbar? Is he a lobster? Yeah, they never explain. Like, like Luke never went to visit the planet that Admiral Akbar is from. <clears throat> it does look quite a kind of Akmar. He looks like he came from the sea. Like his planet must have a lot of water. Definitely. I mean, I think the guy. Well, he has. He, he's like a. I'm just gonna go with like some kind of trout. Yeah, but okay. So, so the effort and and skill and intelligence it would take for a fish to rise up in in the military and become an admiral is really incredible. And he knew he knew that. Uh, he knew that it was a trap. You know, he knew yes. that uh, the Death Star was was operational, too. The Death Star yeah. is operational. Like, and he said that, and then he said, it's a trap. Um, so he really, he saved the rebellion, you know, he through his leadership and guidance. Yeah, he, and intuition. Sure and, yeah, yeah. His, yeah. his fishy intuition. So, in uh, in the Last Jedi, he was unceremoniously, unceremoniously like killed in in that giant explosion where uh, Leia magically used the Force to <laughs> get back into the ship. Um, Sorry, but, I just I just realized what's going on here. What happened with this phone call? Okay, cool. <laughs> it's totally a trap. Anyway, anyway yeah, yeah, keep right, going. It's, yeah. it's a trap. That's the whole thing. That's the whole premise of this phone call. That it's a trap. More content. BTV. Um. So anyway, I was really disappointed with how they treated Admiral Akbar in the yeah, series, and um, it, it really just was extremely disappointing because yeah, you know he had a he, he had a he had a lot more to offer and your backstory and he just, and you he know just killed him. yeah, just want to know more about this guy and and he's dead he's a dead bunch of gills out in space. They did that with a lot of people. Boba Fett. Yeah. Like what? He just yeah. got thrown into the Sarlacc pit. 
<laughs> yeah, right? I mean, he was kind of cool. Mad. All these characters, like, killed off, like, for no good reason. No backstory. But, uh, that kind of that kind of leads me to the idea of what the imagery for for, uh, for this little episode might be. The visuals, and it's probably yeah. going to be Admiral Akbar saying it it's be, a trap yeah. over and over again. It's probably going to yeah. be that. Um, so we were talking about the notorious Article Thirteen last night. Yeah. Right. You so. Were. Basically, what it is, there's two main components, and this has been being worked has had been being worked on for a number of years in in uh, the EU parliaments. And yeah, what they're trying to do is strengthen their own copyright laws, which are a little bit sure. different than than the U.S. copyright laws. They're they're a little stricter. Like uh, parody has to be literally making fun of the thing like directly like making fun of the language and changing it and um kind of like what we did with Jamon yeah like that's a parody because right. you're taking the thing and changing it into something that's silly um and it it's obviously a direct parody of of Michael Jackson and uh, what? what he went through. Yeah, he's like, what? that's that's true to life. That's not a parody. <clears throat> so, um, in the U.S., parody laws can uh, can be things as simple as um, or rule the. What's allowed is, is can be as simple as something like a meme, where you're taking one thing and adding it to another thing and calling it your own. Right. Um, right. So that's part of it. And the other the other part is um, they want to come down on, on news aggreg- aggregation, <clears throat> which means that that a site like uh, like Facebook or Google their like news service can't collect a bunch of news stories and then present them as the as their own on their own site. Um, so they want to eliminate that ability too and only allow the news organizations themselves to produce the news. Which right. I don't necessarily think that's a bad thing because I think what it does is it, it eliminates a third party source. So if something's being shown, you can be more, more assured that it's coming from the primary source and not through secondary parties. Um, yeah. Like so stuff like that. Um, but the uh, that's that's Article Eleven. Anyway, anyway, this is a it's a big it's a big act and. Article 13 involves uh, fair use, which is much more strict in the EU, and there's a bunch of people behind it, like a lot of artists, uh, musicians, Paul McCartney, 
whatever. Um, <laughs> just silly. So their take is that um, people who create original work are are not getting proper credit and compensation in a lot of in a lot of cases because other people can just take it and, and re-upload it and, and use it as their own right own stuff. Things like movie clips, um, uh, music reviews that actually use the music. The uh, concert footage. Yeah. Concert footage, memes, you know, where right. uh no more Pepe, I guess. Yeah. Because like that's owned by somebody who who drew it. And yeah, yeah believe me, if if the if the if the uh if the guy who drew Pepe would got paid for all of the times it was used, he would be really wealthy. Um so there's a lot of people who were upset about it, and, and the people who seem to be upset about this idea that would block uh, this kind of content from being uh, shown in Europe um, are big YouTube people who do a lot of uh, list shows, who show a lot of other people's footage and comment on it and that kind of stuff. Um, and the worry is that if that law changes over there, then YouTube and Google and uh, Facebook will comply with those stricter rules over here, therefore kind of eliminating all of all of that. And like, oh, like gaming too, right? You can't, they don't want you to be able to show like gaming footage because it's proprietary. It's owned by the people who created the game. So, right. Um, there's a lot of people up in arms and saying it's going to ruin the internet, and I just I just don't buy it. I, I just don't like how 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 can you be so upset because your cash cow is going to be eliminated when you never really created anything to begin with? You know, right? And you can't afford it. You know, you've made a fortune, made a fortune. so far. You know, in comparison right. so, to... Yeah. Yeah. So I'm not... Uh, <clears throat> I'm, you know, I'm all about, like, personal freedom and ability to to kind of do what you want. Um but then if I think about it for a minute, and and, and I, I guess anyone would feel kind of the same way, if if I made something and, and, it, and it became popular and, and people started just kind of stealing my, my content and repurposing it and making, making new stuff based on on that, I don't think I would like it. You can't. It's no, not like I mean, can... <laughs> I mean, it, yeah. it's kind of like if 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 I made if I made something and put it out there, and it got like seventy five thousand views, but then someone else takes it and uploads it on their channel, and it gets 
you know, four million years. It's kind of a it's kind of a bit of a slap in the face. Well, right, and, and YouTube has their copyright stuff so that for instance if it was just straight up like stealing for instance or or the content like like for instance when the um when Sean Connery did I got five on it. Yeah. Like that music that music is is identified and yeah. if that if that video ever became like really popular the the rights holders to that music would get compensated, not us. Yeah. And that's yeah. fair. That's fair. There's nothing yeah. wrong with it. Because of course. Uh it's not I did we didn't create the music. We I didn't write the those lyrics. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's I didn't I didn't write those lyrics. You know, it's satirical. Right, you didn't write the yeah. lyrics, we didn't make the music. But it is satirical, so therefore we had the right to do it. Like it's allowed to be there, but part of what we did, and a large part of what what we created, isn't ours. So yeah, this new law would eliminate that entirely. Like we wouldn't be able to do that, and I don't feel bad about that. I just no, I don't feel bad about that at all. Like, um, it just would be a, a, another limitation on what anyone could produce. And what it would lead to was would be more like the requirement to produce more original content, which I don't. Again, I don't think I don't understand how anyone could be upset with that. Like I haven't heard the argument yet from anybody who are all anti Article Thirteen about why it's really a bad thing, other than all these uh, alarming. Uh, messages about it's gonna you know ruin YouTube and these people months ago were pissed off at YouTube for changing their monetization rules but now yeah now they're like no like we're on your side now <clears throat> it um it it just doesn't uh there's something weird here and the fact that these big tech tech companies are are trying to have creators fight for them, uh, and we don't have any. We don't really have any say over this anyway. This is like a European thing, and it's a European vote, and and uh, they're going to decide what they want to do. Yeah, um, yeah. So they so, should. They I don't know. Be, like, also, also, big tech companies shouldn't be meddling in democracy. Like that's a big thing, you know. And clearly they are. They're lobbying, and they're lobbying even their their con, you know, their their video makers, you know, independent video makers to lobby for. Them. Right. That's that's kind right. of fucked up, man. It's I not so. their business. I looked for, I looked and looked for uh, videos that were on the kind of the other side of things, and and I wasn't yeah. able to find anything. And, oh wow, and that's interesting too. Like, where's all of the, where's all the, all of the lobbying for these rules? And so, yes, they're they are good. I mean, because yeah. there is that side; it does exist. 
but I don't see anybody like up in arms about how this should happen. So, so I figured we might as yeah. well make a make a little presentation about um, about maybe how this isn't such a bad thing. Like, yeah, these big companies need restrictions. You know, like they need to be re- reined in a bit, and um, because if they can. I mean, it, it it really is kind of the public square, and if I can't if if I can't if I can't go copy a book out of a library and and put my name on it and say it's mine, maybe maybe I change the cover or something. If I can't do that, then why can it? Why should anybody be able to do the same thing online? It, yeah. I mean, you can't yeah. you can't just re-upload Star Wars and on on your channel and, and say, "Hey, look, look what I made." <laughs> right. Or exactly. Turn it, turn it black and white. Right. You can't like just take the color away from Star Wars and put it up on your channel and say, "Hey, look what I made." Right. You can't do that. So I, I I'm still waiting for a good argument about about why this is really a negative thing, other than for the big tech companies themselves. And, well, I'm totally or, pro. Yeah, I'm totally pro. We're this pro. Is, you know, I'm 13. We're, we're pro Article 13. Hi, I'm John John Jovi. Bon, bon, <laughs> Bob, Bob Jovi. Bob Jovi. Mr. Robert, Robert Jovi. Jovi. Robert Jovi. And I'm supporting Article 13. Article 13. For your copyright protection. Yeah, I'm so happy that we hired uh, Bob Jovi to uh, be one of our DJs. Me too. He's going to be great. Mm. He's going to be awesome. He really brings a lot to the table. <laughs> Robert Jovi. Bobby Bob Jovi. <laughs> Now nine live point. drive now live drive at five with Bobby Joby on eight eighty eighty nine. Yeah, so uh, he should be he should be on the air soon, I think. Mm. Absolutely, old Bob Joby. Yeah. Oh, that good old Bob Joby. <laughs> hey, Bob yeah, Joby. His name is so fun to say. I love it, Bobby Joby. Bobby Joby. Not to, be, not to be confused with the, uh, with, with the, uh, with the band. He gets yeah. offended by the, he gets offended. Yeah, yeah. I'm not, yeah. Don't call me Bon. I'm not Bon Jovi. It's this Robert. Is Bobby Jovi, not, not, not Bon on 80, 80, 89. No. <laughs> oh, maybe he can play some Bon Jovi. This is Bon. Hi, this is Bob Jovi, and next coming up is Bon Jovi. <laughs> it should be the sound of oh, someone slippering, sliding around because slippery when wet, and then like you know, some people prank, living on the prayer. Yeah, Bon Jovi, and then a cowboy. Next up, the new song from Bon Jovi, Slippery on a Prayer.
today about like so let me talk to you about a little bit about my thoughts about this uh, list that I want to write as well because I think it would be good to talk about it a bit too before I even present something so my thought is is that like if this is going to happen to troubled teens I want a video out there telling them that they should always always fight it until they can. You know, inevitably mm-hmm. they're going to reach a point where they drink the Kool-Aid anyway. You know? Right. And yeah. and it's always going to be painful. And I, I just recommend making it absolutely the most painful, horrific, like traumatizing experience for the low-level staff. You know, that's mm-hmm. my recommendation. Right. I Do not comply. Sure. At all. At all. From the beginning, like, the second you see a female staff, grab her booby. You know, the second, like, they tell you to strip naked, strip naked and start fingering your butthole. I'm not joking either. Make it as absolutely as as bad as possible for these people, you know? If they're going to do this to you, which they are, make it as bad. I want them to go home at night thinking about it, you know? That's really what I want. Right, make them quit. Yeah, like make it such a such a like uncomfortable place to go to work that they just don't come back. Right. And uh yeah, cuz what what that would do is it like pull the veil away from kind of what really goes on there. Right, um, because it would create uh, public interest for one thing. Like, what's yeah. going on with these kids at this place? It's like, what's going on there? Like, why? Are and this this started this started in my this started in my head after reading that article about those two boys who escaped on a plane. I mean, holy shit! Those two boys are my heroes. They're fucking amazing. Like, it's really incredible what they did, and um, I've I've never personally taken a. Go ahead. No, I don't. I just I'm kind of like at a loss for words. It's just amazing what they did. I I personally have never taken a drug that has been as amazing as running away from TPI when I ran, hmm. and I did some fucking epic runs, and. Those moments where you got away and you knew you got away, holy shit. Right. You know, I mean, and there's such a rush in that first few minutes when you're making that, you know, first move to get the fuck off campus and you make it. it it's amazing. Yeah. You're free. I suggest right. doing you that, re- too. I suggest, you know, I suggest running all the time. Force their hand. um, What's that? Force their hand, you know? Yes. This isn't isn't a questionable thing. You're going into a place where people are being abused around you. You you are inevitably going to be abused. 
you are inevitably going to fall into this cult, you know, and you're going to drink their their Kool-Aid. For the first three months, I want you to throw the the worst fucking fits you've ever had, you know, and just give it all you got. That's all I'm asking. I'm not asking for more than that. I understand you're going to be there a year, maybe two years, but just give it all you've got. You yeah. know? Well, I keep reading about I keep reading about um, something both at gosh maybe all three like stress tolerance. Like they're yeah. trying to teach this idea of of being able to handle like stressful and emotional and traumatic situations. Well, give it right yeah. back to them. And let them handle yeah. stressful situations. Yes. Yeah. And and really force their hand and and make them make them make them comply. Like make this make the staff work so very hard to to understand what they're really dealing with. If you want a troubled team, give it to them. Give like, them one. Give them a troubled give team. Give them one. Yeah. Give them everything you fucking got. Every bit of it. Right, because all of it, all of the, all of the literature is like, talks about, you know, out of control kids. Well, give them, give them the out of control kid that, that they're advertising you as. You know, they're saying you're, and I, do it. And yeah. I, suge- I, I suggest this starts with the transport. If your parents are talking about this in your home, Start to think about this now because this is serious. It's a possibility that one night you may have two people in your room. And at that point, you have an option. You don't really have an option past that point. You know, it gets a lot harder. You're going to have to fight them inside of their place at that point. Right. It may not be successful, and it's going to hurt. It's going to hurt a lot. Yeah, there's a, yeah, there's shit, a reason. Shit all, piss and shit all over the van. Yeah. You do that. Yes. Yeah. I'm advocating that. Yes. Yeah. Like, make their, make their transportation vehicle, like, unusable for the next kid. Exactly. You know, fucking make it as hard as possible. <clears throat> yes. And, because it, it will, it will, uh, it will liberate your sense of, of worth as a human being that you don't deserve to be caged. And if, if that is what you're, if that is indeed what is happening to you and you're being incarcerated because you're a child who, uh, smoked a joint or was bored, that's, that's insane. Like, is your kid bored? Send them to this camp. Um, if if you're going to be put under those kinds of conditions for just being a, a normal kid, which is really kind of the more I look at this, the more it becomes very clear that these are just normal kids whose parents are tired of being parents. And, yeah. and don't want to deal with it anymore and are, are willing and able to spend $10,000 a month to get rid of their kid 
if that's the case, then these these kids, you kids who are listening, or should just completely rebel and and prove and prove prove the point. I mean, if I could tell you about my first trouble, that's the thing. You're not going to get in to any more trouble or put in any any worse conditions than you're already in. In fact, it might save you from further abuse, which is so the ironic you, thing. Be, before I before I want to talk to you about my first year in heritage, which is quite interesting, but like uh what these kids did by stealing this plane, stealing a tractor, then stealing the plane, is they put a right. huge spotlight on this place. Everybody in the fucking world is looking at this place right now. You know? Oh yeah. Right. At least for the moment. And they're so. wondering Yeah, and they're wondering why why these kids were so unsafe in this place that they were able to fucking get into an airplane and fly. You know? And 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 then land it. Yeah. Which is like the that's the best thing. Like Yeah, right? I, I, I wonder if the cops when they when they um met the plane were just like as as kind of stoked on the fact that these kids pulled this off as as we are in some ways. There had to be some police officers who were just like, Whoa, these kids are fucking awesome. Yeah, right, right. So um my first year yeah. at Heritage I had just come from an incredibly locked down unit sort of type of program where I was on a very small like unit for a year and a half locked in. So, you know, AWOLing from there was possible, but it wasn't like very successful for me. Mm -hmm. And it, and I had come to this program heritage and all of a sudden the doors are not locked and we're kind of outside a lot. And there's no fencing around the outside of the area. Well, there is now, but there wasn't at the time. So, you know, freedom was just like a view away every day. Wow. And uh, a lot of the times when walking with staff from one area of campus to another, you turn corners and... Staff is usually one in the front, one in the back. But if you fall back to the level, and this is another tip for teams who want the AWOL. Mm -hmm. If you fall back to the level that the, the staff in the back is walking, you can step sideways when they take that corner step and not go with them and fall mm -hmm. behind the pack. And generally, they won't notice that there's one kid missing, particularly if they're watching right. 16 kids. Right. And that's when you run. I mean, there are many ways to do it. You just have to be clever about it. Yeah, I think it'd be I think it'd be interesting idea to uh, do a full show about uh, these kinds of techniques and yeah. and and get more into like tactical ideas that yeah that kid kids can use when while they're incarcerated to uh to avoid some of the stuff to or to to make it a well really to but uh, I, 
I do want to make clear that you said something earlier that was kind of false. It is going to get worse for you when you do this in the program. You are well, already in a really horrible place, but it is going to get a little worse for you. And it is going to be harder for you to do it again once you've done it because they're going to be watching. That doesn't make right. it impossible. Believe me. You know? I meant more longer. I guess I meant more long, medium or longer term. Like, I, I yeah. do realize that, I do realize that there are, there are consequences to, yeah, to, uh, acting out and to fighting back, uh, for sure. But I think that in order to kind of preserve your sense of humanity, Rather than submit and and face maybe lower level longer term abuse, maybe it's better to get it all over with as quickly as possible. And and the important thing is is that it's not just one person doing this. It's not just like the isolated incident because those are easily handled. You just yeah. like put the kid in the room. But if it's a bunch of people all um fighting back, um that you what you you're gonna limit their their resources, they're going to limit their ability to handle it. Um where you they're going have to, to, to inspire though. And you have to do that right. without being yeah. able to communicate that this is what needs to be done. Because that's dangerous to start talking like that in program. Sure. Like that doesn't right, that, that will too. put you that will put you in a place where you really can't fight. And I mean mm-hmm. a lot of probably a lot of what a lot of what went on in isolation probably you know, of course just stayed there. It was probably right. the ones the ones where all of us saw something on campus that really shocked us all and made us think, mm-hmm. you know, and, or someone would say, man, that guy's an asshole. You know, that staff member's an asshole, you know, yeah. after we saw something happen. Or, you know, it. this is really tricky, this part. This part is tricky, but it can be done. Because mm-hmm. before I came to Heritage, there was a riot. So I know it's been done. You know, right at uh, at the um, at the school in Samoa, for instance, there was a riot there. Yeah, that, yeah, that shut it down. Um, yeah, and well, actually, I think other... that happened. That happened after they raided it, actually, because they then just left the kids there because they didn't, they really didn't know what to do with them. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it was like a bunch of It's amazing how many places, yeah, places there are like this too. They're still in operation insane. that are, are getting away with all kinds of ridiculous stuff. Um, yeah. And and our our governments are are failing us again. Of course, you know, the, yeah. uh, giving these places a pass or or citing them for not being uh, licensed and. and and then giving them the ability to stay in operation or like the case that you showed me earlier today about the the guy back in the early 2000s who molested some kid and was showing like porn and 
and just yeah. like behaving horribly, getting not getting fired, but being allowed to stay there. And, yeah. And 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 then this place operated for years <laughs> after that. Yep. I mean, guys like that need to get punched in the dick by every single student in there. You know, they need to have right. their genitalia like 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 absolutely mutilated. Sure. And they need to like, because I, I, I don't know how to stop this any other way, and I, I don't know how like to 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 prevent the inevitable when when a kid goes into this place because it is it, you know that's the inevitable. You're, you're going to walk out of here with PTSD. You're going to walk out of here with lifelong PTSD if you walk out of there, you know? Right. And then, and then I, this is something else I'm learning. There's another, when people get out, there are, there are actually, um, program oriented trauma therapists who continue the, the cycle by promoting um, trauma therapy to graduates and, and kids who have left program, like, right. and it's all a big justification about how, um, no, you're still you're still under some kind of trauma from from your past when when it's really about these people getting out and having PTSD and having anxiety and and other issues because of program so they have these outside counselors who pick these kids back up or these adults at that point back up and continue to to milk them for money and and client as clientele and that's something i didn't really realize was going on too that that it doesn't end like once you're out you see, because of all the abuse that people have suffered, then they really need therapy. And so, yeah. And then again, instead of getting reasonable care, they they get um, hit with these advertisements and um, proposals for therapists who are really still a part of the system very dangerous well i mean all of it is because it leads to it i mean like even even the good therapist that i had when i finally got out and finally got to therapy you know even they are benefiting from and and the system is benefiting from these places right i mean Mm -hmm. it's just all sort of like it's all big one big thing i mean like of course i needed that because of everything that happened to me but if everything hadn't happened to me then i wouldn't have needed that Right. Right. So it's just so, so bad. Well, you know, I mean, that's that is kind of what we're doing here is letting people know what's really going on. So, um, for you know, for whatever it's worth, if if uh, if there are people out there who are hearing, um from us about these programs based on what these programs are telling people and and yeah. we analyze it and dissect it and look at look at the staff and make people realize that uh they're both unqualified and 
are lying and are, are misrepresenting what they're really doing there, if we can get people to stop sending their kids there um, to any degree, then we take away a little bit of their power. And, and you know, that's that's all we can do from from outside. So, but it, it's definitely worth it mm-hmm. because <clears throat> you know um, I haven't I haven't seen other people <clears throat> doing this kind of like long form in depth analysis of these places based on on their own information. Right. So. You know, it's, and, and it's fucking amazing. And the other thing is, is I'm not going to stop talking about it because it's relevant to me, and it's still in my life because I have PTSD. You know, right. I live with this every day. I'm there. I'm still there half the day. You know, that's not. It's not my fault. You know, I grew up in it. Yeah, and and of course it's is going to stick with you and everybody else because. You know, you you go into these places as kids, as your like, brain is developing, and um, these these become those moments that like stick with you because you're you're growing and learning in those environments. Yeah, it's not something that it's not something that you can therapize away. You know, you can't. No. You know, it's, this isn't uh, you're not you're not Jim Carrey, and uh, you're not trying to forget Kate Winslet. Right. Who would want to forget Kate Winslet anyway? Hmm. I think I think of her often. I think of her often too. I mean, <laughs> holy cow! <laughs> so yeah, um, <clears throat> so uh, coming up, what I'm gonna be doing I, I finished uh re- recording most of of the heritage stuff and i, I need yeah. to edit it edit it into uh a reasonable length and uh and then i'll put that up and then you can provide feedback and we can do another Perfect. episode about what what we've learned about this and further Investigate who they, yep. who they say they are, and and then determine who they really are based on. Again, it's just it's kind of incredible based on their own information, which is super yeah. contradictory, and and they're saying they're doing way too much, and they obviously really can do because they don't have the personnel to be able to accomplish all these like crazy ideas that they're presenting to uh to people and it, that's just it's just the, it's the best thing that we can do is to keep putting this information out and yep. letting people know the truth yep 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 it's a trap all right well, it, it's, it's a trap you know, ties all back in ties all yep. back into the you son of a bitch if Admiral Ackbar was folks. running I mean, that's He's really kind of what I was concerned about because if Admiral if Admiral Akbar was running a trout center for uh, troubled fish, 
he would uh, <laughs> he would be a lot a lot more caring, I'm sure. Your your concern for Akmal Akbar is concerning. He's but anyway concerned. Well, and he, they killed him. Admiral Akbar really cared about the He's rebellion. He's a dead fish, though, man. He's a fucking dead He's fish, a dead you know? Fish. He's just a dead fish, now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And then, All right, man. Uh, and then we'll, f- we'll continue to explain everything as well, but uh, that's, for, course, that's for yeah. some other time, I guess. All right. Yeah. The sun. Yeah. Don't stare into the sun, damn it. <laughs> This is D.B. Cooper in the Mile High Club. Uh, Yeah. All right. Well, cool. This gives me something to do now. Yeah. Episode 31. 31. Dun, dun, dun. On on 89.5. We're getting everything back to Bob. Joby, Joby, on 89.99.